YFM is a podcast started by myself, Jimmy B. Phyllis, and my big homie Wayne to go ahead and talk about hip-hop, music, and the culture. But we need y'all help. We need y'all help to grow and to be able to build more. So how about you come and support us and support our Patreon? Our Patreon has $2 levels, $10 level, and a cool $20 level. You get early access to episodes. You get the full video version of our episodes, full audio. And we're adding new and new things every time. So come support our podcast. Be a part of our community. And we just want to say thank y'all. Appreciate y'all and love. Peace. You feel me? I still really, really, really don't like Black Panther. To me, this is the most mediocre movie of Phase 3. It is super predictable. The effects are hilariously bad at times. The cinematography is just whatever. There's like one good shot. I really don't have much to like about this movie. I mean, the movie has a few good things, I guess. I feel like I should I should try to say something nice about it. Um, I like the world building. Wakanda is presented in a really convincing way compared to Asgard and how fucking boring it is. Wakanda is way better than that. I'm totally sold on Wakanda. Wakanda is pretty cool. Is that what you want to hear from me? Probably the most badass thing that anybody in the entire franchise has ever said. Just bury me in the ocean with my ancestors that jumped from the ships. Because they knew death was better than bondage. That's the rawest shit anybody says in any of these movies. Who in the hell told you that you can critique other people's art? Other people's creativity? Huh? Who died and made you important? People spend their lives trying to deliver their version of art for our entertainment. Only for us to crush it as soon as it comes out. And let's not talk about black creatives. Or maybe we should talk about black creatives. Are black creatives more critiqued than other artists? When was the last time you actually enjoyed something rather than just watching it and critiquing it? And Fearless, why don't you like predominantly black movies? You got something you got to tell us, man? Speak on it, Fearless. Why is it that black people don't like black art? All right. First of all. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't got nothing. I ain't got nothing wrong with no black art and shit and boom, boom, bow and all of that. But what I will say is that there's certain things I don't like that are black. Sorry, my fault. I got an opinion. I am a consumer. I am an artist myself. And certain shit I just don't like. I like Winter Soldier and uh, Falcon. I guess his name is Cap- Captain America now, right? He's now Captain America, right? I like that show. But mm-hmm. I ain't like the Black Panther movie. Now, do I understand the cultural significance of it? Yes. See, I like how you softened the blow for that a little bit. Because I don't want to sound, I don't want to sound like I'm like a anti, what do you call black people that don't like black things? Is there a term for that? Besides like an Uncle Tom or a fucking, oh, um, you got a, uh, a technical term for it? A uh, uh, race hater or a self hater? Self hate. Nah, self hate, maybe. Nah. Self hate. Yeah, yeah, that's what we I'm, said when we made the Uncle Tom episode. Right. So, so that's the close. Yeah. And, and y'all let us know in the comments. You know what I'm saying? Like, subscribe, yes. hit the button. Please. But do. let us know if there's an actual term. You know what I'm saying? If what Wayne is saying that I am a black person that don't like black media. You know what I mean? Let us, let me know. But you know, I grew up just to really like provide like some context. Of course. I am African American and Puerto Rican, but I grew up predominantly in the hood with my black people, and I grew up with my black side of my family. I got to visit my Puerto Rican side sometimes, but mostly I grew up with my black family. Right, nine months out of the year, obviously. Yeah. And I grew up like most people my age grew up. We watched Martin. We watched Living Single. That was like our shit. Yep. Some of y'all watch School Days, not School Days. Uh, you know the show that Bill Cosby had. Some people watch Bill Cosby's show. You know what I mean? Um, I watched some of that too. Family Matters was big. You know, that was like a stable family with a genius as the neighbor and shit like that. They all went to college. That wouldn't stay the hell home. Yeah, Yeah. but I don't know if I've even seen his parents on that show. But, um, (laughs) no, never, never. 
Maybe he was homeless and he was just like, yeah. Man. No, no. Remember, he would always tell stories about his parents. Like his parents were always trying to get rid of him or they were always going on vacation. <laughs> yeah, they, they was annoyed them. by him too. What's the so sad, he was, bro? So he would, yeah, man, because he would always stay downstairs in the basement doing shit. And his parents would be like either upstairs or gone away or something. Yeah. That's fucked up. So I love, you know, I love, <laughs> maybe. I, then he was annoying though. Um, I really love like Belly. Shots. Yeah. I love a lot of black media, like certainly black hood movies. That's like my my secret obsession. <laughs> Shit like that. So so let me let me tell you what what don't you like? Let me ask you what don't you like? I don't like shit that like people feel like like it's not about like what like I don't like. It's just certain shit I don't like because I just don't like it. Like I don't know how to explain it. Like. If I don't right, connect, right. like if we if we just use Black Panther as an example, I give like a little detailed explanation why I don't like that movie. For one, generally when you make movies, you don't want the you want the main character to be better than the villain. Technically, you usually yeah. do, right? You know what I'm saying? Everyone loved Joker yeah. and you know, Batman Rises or whatever the fuck the movie's called. But niggas still love Batman. You know what I'm saying? Like, Batman's the main character. We fuck with Batman. But we might like Joker because he's so crazy. Well, I like Killmonger way more than I like the... the and I actually like the acting of the actor of Killmonger more than I like Chad with Bozeman, rest in peace, my G, as a Black Panther. I, I did, too. Now, if you watch Black Panther in Captain America Civil War... That's the Black Panther I wanted to see, man. Because not only was he stronger than all the rest of them motherfuckers combined, which he should be because this is the Black Panther, bro. He's not supposed to be getting fucked up by anybody. Let's keep it a buck. If you look to read the comments, he fucks people up. He beat Dracula. Right. Let's just keep it a buck. You know what I mean? But ain't the Lord of Darkness. He got him. Right. He fucked him up nice and, nice and smooth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But my point is, like, Black Panther is a very strong person in the movie Captain America uh, Civil War. He fights, yeah. like, he runs, they they run it on a highway, bro. He's jumping over cars and shit. And his suit is more powerful in part in his own particular movie, Black Panther. But he's less charismatic. He doesn't really have mm -hmm. any true story or no, like, real arc that's strong. Because we already know he became Black Panther in the movie before. Killmonger, that, but okay. Killmonger has the actual story arc. The movie starts with Killmonger's dad getting killed. The only arc that Black yeah. Panther has is that he found out his dad and his uncle wasn't actually telling the truth. He went through some adversity, right, but, but how he didn't did he know grow? that until the middle of the movie? Exactly. So he how, didn't know that until the right, right. So you got the whole movie where he's just sitting there trying to figure out who stole the fucking metal. Mm -hmm. No, like, yeah. Where's the where's his growth? He doesn't grow. But the stupid thing is this, Wayne. He's just back as powerful as he is when it comes to motherfucking Endgame and Infinity War. He's back to being powerful. Remember when uh, Black Panther, they came to Wakanda, the aliens and shit? That motherfucker was like, mm -hmm. Chala! And everybody was like, Chala! And everybody was, he ran a whole army. They came to go see his ass. That's who I like. Right. That's the Black Panther yeah. I want. He's a warlord because he has to protect his nation. He is one of the most strongest, powerfulest superheroes ever in Marvel Comics. He is a, he's a he's a lineage superhero, which means that in his kingdom, when he dies, whoever is the king takes the mantle. That's why there's been like five Black Panthers. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's an epic character. I love the fact that he got his own movie. I just didn't like the fucking movie. But Black Panther as a character in Marvel Comics and in the other movies, he's dope. And Chadwick Boseman okay. did a dope job. And I can't fucking believe it. He did an okay it. job. I mean, in the other movies, he not in okay this movie. Job. Not in Black in, Panther. In, yes, in the other ones. Stole the words. Like, not in Black Panther, but the other movies, those other two, he did dope in. So let me jump in. Let me jump in if I can, man. For the record, yo, 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 let yo, me start yo, off by yo. saying this. I know that you really don't like... I, I know that you don't not like black media, black art. I, I know I was just joking around when I said that. That's something that I always joke around with you about. Excuse me. So I will agree with you on these things. Chadwick was boring in Black Panther. He was dope as shit in the other two movies. That we, it was Civil War and it was Endgame, right? He said, he said, I didn't kill. He said, what did he say? 
He said, um, I wasn't the one that did this. He said, I don't care. <laughs> I just started fucking him up. Right. <laughs> Fuck that nigga. Kicked him off the stairs. He get his ass whipped the whole Black Panther movie. Hey, yo, what the fuck, man? <laughs> so look, so wait, so wait, so wait, so wait. There's other, there's I things know. that you should go ahead think about before, you know. <laughs> so with the Black Panther movie, Chadwick, I agree, Chadwick was boring in the movie, but the movie wasn't, I know the Black Panther, the movie was called Black Panther. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The Black yeah. Panther movie was not just about Chadwick Boseman being Black Panther or Black Panther. It was about Wakanda. It was about the vibranium and how important that is and how it, it took vibranium to make all of Wakanda and everything that Black Panther and everything that they are. Right, right, right. Okay. So I think it was more important to tell that story than to tell the story of T'Challa because everybody already, hold it, give me a second. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Everybody, for the most part, already knew the T'Challa story. Now, mm -hmm. you're talking about Michael B. Jordan being Killmonger, and they had that story about his father being killed and things like that, and him being left on the playground. And I understand all yeah, that, yeah. but that story, that needed to be told so we can have that feeling for Killmonger, either for him or against him. So we already know that we're for T'Challa. We're for uh, uh, Black Panther. So let's move that out the way. You got to tell this story of Killmonger and how Killmonger connects to Wakanda and to Black Panther and to everyone else. So you you can you know you you can add T'Challa into that, but it was really about Killmonger and and everything that he had to face to get to where he was to why he wanted to just be the ruler or why he thought that he should be king, right? Can I now, can I jump in real? Can I can I please jump in for yeah, a second? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. To your point. Well, kind of counter your point a little bit. You said that you got to like talk about the vibranium and to actually show Wakanda and those type of things. Two things. One, Wakanda kind of already been shown already a little bit uh, in the previous Marvel movie. But they've been talked about vibranium and been where it came from. And they've been teasing Black Panther right. since the first Iron Man movie or excuse me, the first Captain okay. America movie. So we any audience that kind of watches, which don't watch Black Panther. They're probably not Marvel fans. <laughs> they just want to go see Black Panther because it's the first dude that we saw out right. there. Right. But technically, he ain't because Blade is, man. Blade is the first. Okay. So again, go ahead. Go ahead. Bro. Not everybody knows that. Know. Not everybody's right. a comic book right. that knows that. And just like you just said, you took that out of my mouth. A lot of black people went and saw Black Panther Don't because it was Black Panther. It was about a black Marvel. superhero. They did not know about the past. <laughs> they did not know about Blade. They didn't know about Vibranium being spoken about in the first, uh, what'd you say, uh, Captain America yeah, movie. Yeah. The shield. They didn't care it's the about shield. that. His shield is. It's the shield. Yeah, okay. His shield is Vibranium. All we know is what that movie taught us going in mm -hmm. or watching it. Not going in, but watching the yeah. movie. And therefore, that's all that really mattered. See, you see what I mean? And that's the thing, like, to say, like, the I, I acknowledge the cultural significance. But when I watched it, I was sitting there right. like, man, I wish Killmonger, I hope we don't die. I hope we did, don't die. I hope we don't die. I hope we don't die. Did you watch it as as a comic book nerd more than, than just like an African-American male? Nah, I watched watching, it as, you know, your counterparts on the screen. I watched it as an African-American male because, for one, I, I went, <laughs> well, I went with a, First of all, you couldn't even find tickets to that fucking movie when it first came out. Bruh. You had to get that shit like at least a month in advance, like bro. Like that and uh, Straight Outta Compton. the only movie. Those two. Yes. yes. And Straight yep. Outta Compton, I went <laughs> I went, and I said during, the, like, you know, there's police violence part. Um, and I yeah. was just like, yeah, that shit's still happening real loud. And everybody in the theater was like, yeah, nigga. Like, it was just Black Central. And that's how it was when I went to see Black Panther. Uh, yeah. But I went more as a black person because I was surprised they even gave him his own movie. I thought he was always just going to be like, you know, it, you know, it's sprinkled in with the other motherfuckers because mm -hmm. he's not a major character at all. But Marvel is the only company that just take whoever the fuck they want to. That's not even popular and be like, yo, nigga, we give me your own movie. We don't give and, a fuck. And you'll be good. And you'll, we'll, we will carry now, you, nigga. Right. Mm -hmm. But they have enough strength to do that. Yep. Now, that's the reason why I believe Chadwick was boring in that movie, because you have to understand, we saw him in Civil War and Endgame. Those are directed and written. Infinity War. Those are two yeah. different movies yep. directed by di different people. Ryan Coogler was the director. I don't know if he was a writer or not, but he was the director he of, of, of Black Panther. I think he wrote it too. So you're talking about yeah, it's easy to connect those stories 
within that movie, but you're making an entirely different movie. I feel like, and I don't know if this is true, when you had Marvel, you had Marvel make like all these movies, Iron Man 1, 2, and 3, Captain America 1, 2, and 3, all these different movies, and then you had Black Panther, and they gave us the respect and dignity to have a black writer, a black cast, a black uh uh uh, uh, uh black people in you know in the in the background doing the cinematography you are totally and correct and a black director. Yes. So that movie is while I'm happy it's a Marvel movie and it did great numbers, that movie is not technically Marvel-esque like the rest of them. I feel like it's a little different because they let different people uh uh run the show. That's a good I feel where you're coming from, but believe it or not, if you watch, because we talked about this, if oh. you watch Iron Man 1, yeah. Captain America mm-hmm. 1, whew, Thor 1, <laughs> Doctor Strange 1, they, they're, they're all are bad. And Black yeah. Panther slides into that, and I think it's because Marvel doesn't understand how to make origin stories. Great. Okay. I don't know how to explain it. They don't know how to really make origin stories, but they know how to tell epic stories. Like trying to tell yeah. a singular okay. story is so hard for them. And that's because they got so many restrictions about the connection of it. And you're world building off of already proven information, but you can still switch yeah. it up. Like you can switch the bitch up. You know what I mean? That's why like the first Spider-Man movie is the only one out of all the first like introduction movies that are great. In my opinion, but that was half done by Sony. And it's not like you haven't already had 15 other Spider-Man movies, right? right. So you got so much shit right. to base off of, right? Like, come on. But you never had a Captain well, America see, movie that was good. Now look here. Now look here. I didn't want to spend too much time on a superhero. Thing I know, right? I didn't want this episode <laughs> to be like just my superhero. But I will say this. More origin stories would be for DC movies. Yeah. And that's why people don't like DC movies because they're like, they're telling the whole origin and people don't respect that. But they're so good though. So Marvel, yes, Marvel is watching a DC movie and I'm like, Man, people that, don't, yeah. they say, again, <laughs> we're talking about critiquing. Right. This is about critiquing, you know? So like Marvel is watching it like, well, people don't like that movie. Let's not do this. Let's just tell a little bit of the story and make the movie epic, like you say. Whereas DC was like, no, we want you to feel for these people. We want you to understand where they came from and why they are the way that they are and how they came together. People don't respect that because they want to see violence and 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 killing and superhero and, shit. That's what a superhero movie is. Right. And superhero shit. Power, superpowers and shit so, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but um, go ahead. I'm sorry. What was the next point? You said you said something about how he grow. You said something about how he. It didn't show like how he grew. I was like, so each key. Go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say he he already there was no reason to show growth. I think the growth was at the end of the movie when he was like, yo, vibranium for everybody so we can try to make this world better instead of let's just keep it on Wakanda just for us. Let's let's open up the doors and let's embrace the world and help the world instead of just keeping this. That was for thinking to me. That was a positive message to me. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that show his growth. I mean, I think you may be under, you, what you say by growth, I think you mean is. There's no story like where arc. he came from, how he was passed along. The Black Panther was passed along to him and everything. But yeah, I kind of, you know, I, I understand that. What I didn't like about the movie is how anybody can be Black Plant, Black Panther that they chose to be. You know, they did the little ceremony. You know, they had him drink the, um, the sacred you know, the, the 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 lean, the lean. Cause it's lean. I don't care which <laughs> it is, nigga. That shit is straight up lean. And they had him drinking, and then he just shivered a little bit. And now you're a superhero, and you can do all types of shit. Right. I don't like that because anyone like can go that. get I it. it to, anybody can do it, and I don't like that. That's why Killmonger was able to just drink some lean and be like, "Yeah, nigga, I'm in charge now." Well, and if that's the case, then have somebody else drink some lean and fuck him up too. Did you, you know? think but, that he? needed that shit though <laughs> cuz he looked like he was fucking niggas up before he drank that shit yes i think yeah that, he did i mean he he had he it did because it was something it was something sacred yeah i think it's the tradition it of it you know yeah and yeah i really really i'm not i know i'm not alone in this i know i'm not because i've heard other people say it you're not killmonger yeah. if you've seen the show what if 
what if that show is on Disney Plus? If you ever watch it, it's an animated series. And it basically tells you stories of what would have happened if this had happened. They literally have one with what if Killmonger would have won. And what yeah. would have happened to the world? And guess what happened to the world? What's that? He took uh, over the motherfucking world. Wow. Stop black well, crime. That's easy. See, that's stopped, my thing. That's uh, all that's types of racism. Easy to be right. You see what I mean? But that's easy to be right when you're right. writing your own shit. Like, of course, you want your superhero <laughs> that you created to be like the pinnacle and the bad guy to be the bad guy. But, but it may have been a better play. He was a good guy. In this situation, he was the good guy. So it's just right. It just fucked right. me up internally. Like, certainly when I know how much right. of a shitty person Killmonger is in the comics, right? But like, mm-hmm. right. But. Like I said, I don't like the movie, but I think I would like it better if it was like, this is Killmonger's story. Because it was. Right? But like you said. I got you. What you what, what the fuck else you going to do? Like, we already know who Black Panther is. You can introduce him more, right. of course, right? And give him like his own world. And they did build mm-hmm. the world, you know, with his sister and all the technology and all of that cool stuff. And went around like the country and stuff like that. But like, this is basic sci-fi stuff that they always do. So I think mm. Ryan Coogler should not be like crucified or anything for this. I feel like his next attempt might be way better. You know what I mean? But it depends. You only can work what you got to work with. And in Marvel, you have certain restrictions. You can't go as off as he did because he went off with the Killmonger role. He basically turned that motherfucker into like <laughs> a Black Panther for real. Like he was a real Black yeah. Panther out of all the Panthers. This shit starts in South Central. You gotta love that. Like, so, but let's get back to on topic. <laughs> Can we talk about black? All right. People? Now, let, let get back on topic because we're talking about critiquing Cr- art. Critiquing right? art and critiquing and black people said, critiquing black art. Right. So here's my thing about what you just said. We just spent all that time critiquing, uh, uh, Black Panther. Yeah. But I want, I did that because I wanted to prove, I wanted to say my point is I don't like when, when African American people talk bad about african-american art mm-hmm. around excuse me around the other man okay you know what i mean when we speak about our art in front of other races mm-hmm. i feel like it allows other races to open up and say how they really feel so if we and i were speaking about yo i didn't like black panther like it's two black men talking about like yo black panther was this this and that yeah excuse me a person of another race could come by and be like you know what that's absolutely true. I believe the same thing. Like, why was Killmonger trying to harm his own people? What is he talking about? That all a lot is and all that. What is all that stuff? He was, I just didn't understand it. I like Iron Man when he did this. And I love Captain America doing this for America. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong. I love black people. But Black Panthers, and you know, you're going to get into that whole little speech and that tirade. Okay. It opens them up and allows them to say how they really feel. Because how they really feel, you're going to come across those others who say like, yeah, I love Black Panther. But the majority of the people just don't understand what Killmonger was saying, what he was going through, what he was doing and why. I feel like it took forever for black people to be able to get their art out. Because you remember, Mm -hmm. you know, back in the, uh, you know, back in the day. You know, they used to look, remember the movie Bamboozle. You know, they used to put the face paint on and dress up as us. You know what I mean? It was a whole minstrel show. They still do that shit. They st- and this was a whole minstrel show, you know? So we have come such a long way yeah. to create our own art, to become writers, directors, uh, comic book artists, a drawer, art, whatever it is you want. You know what I mean? And, um, I think that it's because it's taken so long, that black people need to be more respectful in front of other races when it comes to critiquing mm-hmm. African-American works. Okay. Because, because it, you know, it's hard enough for us to get our, 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 our vision out there anyway. It's hard enough to get like a company to give us a hundred million dollars so we can make a black Panther. So we can make a, a, a wrinkle in time. One of those movies, you know what I mean? Like what a black person is fully at the helm of these films. It's hard for for them to trust in us to give us that type of money. So when we get it, and let's just say the movie wasn't that great. Right. Because I feel like A Wrinkle in Time, which was uh, directed by Ava DuVernay, I don't feel like that was a great movie. But she told the story she wanted to tell. There was some beautiful parts in it. And she got a $100 million budget. Plus, she had Oprah on her side. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But none of that mattered because they didn't make the money back. Right. 
I won't say that in front of other races because I don't want them to not give the movie a chance or for them to think that we are lesser than because either because even black people are downing black artists and black art and black works. I don't feel like we should critique our work either in front of other people or at all. So if we're not going to watch it, cool, stay away. If you watch something and you didn't like it, cool. You and I, let's talk about that. Because like we said about Black Panther, we feel the same way. You and I should talk about that. When it comes to the other man, when it comes to other races, when it comes to some white people, don't speak about that. Let them watch it and let them talk about it however they want to talk about it amongst other people. Because they start to feeling jumpy. You know what I mean? And they start to, they don't realize that some of the things, I'm not saying that critiquing a black film is racist. It's not. I'm just saying that some things that they could possibly say could come out racist or we could take it the wrong way because they didn't understand it the way that we understand it, understood it. You know what I mean? Um, how do you feel about that? What do you think about what I'm saying? So... We talked about this multiple times privately before we did this episode, right? Even had an argument yeah. about it. <laughs> Being tra- transparent with you, mm-hmm. Negroids out there yeah, and uh, Caucasians. Yeah. Um, I understand where you're coming from because when you think about it, we don't have as many opportunities as other people in terms of certainly those big budget movies. Exactly. Um, first of all, <laughs> nobody's getting those budgets unless you make it a Spider-Man or Superman movie. Right. And when you do, mm-hmm. even if you the richest, whitest motherfucking business person ever, your movie can still bomb, such as The Last yeah. Duel. Everybody and their mom was in that movie and nobody watched yeah. it because they it, they thought that it was just about a million budget, bro. You can't have everybody in it and they're not, they got to get paid, right? They ain't doing it for the love. I mean, the movie was good, but it ain't like they doing a period piece. I mean, it was, but you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) you know, another example, Midnight Alley. Did you see that? Nightmare Alley. Excuse me. Did you see that? Nightmare Alley. No, I just thought that that was on HBO Max. I am going to watch it soon though, even though there's no black people in it. Is Guillermo del Toro? The, he he doesn't really cast black people except for in that one robot movie he made. What is that? He he did Pacific it in the Rim. He's, he did it in the Sea movie. In the movie in the Sea, what's that movie called? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, the movie with Pacific the, Rim. No, 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 no. The other one he did with the the, the chick that was in love with the sea monster. They end up having sex and she ended up becoming a sea monster. Oh, or something. okay, okay. She was a sea monster all the time or whatever. She had hidden gills. He, the, uh, I think she almost, I think she got like a supporting cast, uh, like Oscar or something for the that. Shape of Water. The Shape of Water. The shape yeah, of yeah, water. yeah. You know the, that lady. Yeah, she was in that. And I, she got nominated for an Oscar because of her role. She was <laughs> the best part. Of that was movie. she black or was she light skinned? No, no, no. With, she with curly she, hair. She was the lady from likes. um. She was the lady from the maids. The help. Okay. Okay. See, I didn't know that. Like, what? Hey, bro. Sorry. I dropped off. Can you hear me? Yeah. Hey, can you hear me, Wayne? Uh, Start off back to what you were saying about she was in those, uh, in those movies. Oh yeah, so she she was in like those mammy movies and like she was like a she's a black older lady. Mm-hmm. You've seen her in a whole bunch of movies. I'll okay. put her picture. <laughs> no, what I'm talking about. But um, that movie there was eighty fifty million dollars, whatever the fuck it was, and it didn't right. make back its budget. People say it's because of COVID. People say it's the best movie of the year. It was alright, but like my point is simple. Do we have enough black creators out there that's getting the budgets, that's getting the opportunity, that's been successful enough for us to actually criticize black art? I would say music, yeah. Movies, TV shows, shit like that. That's a good point. I don't yeah. think so. And I understand your point about criticizing stuff around um, uh, uh, others. And yeah, there are some racist people out there that hear me say, I don't like Black Panther and they'll 
I mean, nobody never really asked me, but if somebody did, it was like, hey, did you like Black Panther? First of all, that's right. racist. Right. If Yo, it's not, speaking of which, do you remember off. back a few years ago when white people would try to strike a conversation with you and it was like, hey, um, so uh, uh, do you like Empire? Do you watch Empire? I, I love that show. I'm like, yes, man, but I watch Ally McBeal I've too, had- man. You want to talk about that shit? Like, that's not the only shit that's on television, I- my guy. You know, don't, don't try to do that black shit with me. Yeah. That is racist. That's that's racist. That that pandering towards black people. For example, I was at work one time and uh we was talking about uh what new music came out and this lady was like, Yeah, the new Drake came out and I listened to a few of the songs. <laughs> like, oh, you was, was feeling it? Like, okay. I think I had said somebody's album, I forgot who it was. I can't remember on top of my head, but it was a black album. And I and she was like, Yeah, I listened to the Drake album, it was a few songs. I was just like, Okay. She was like, yeah, my kids like it. And I was like, oh, oh, yeah, oh, right, oh right. okay. Yeah, your kids like black stuff, but you probably don't. <laughs> like, you probably or you don't like him. Which is fine. I know a whole bunch of black people that don't yeah. like Drake's ass. So anyway, I feel where you're coming from because you're trying to, you don't want to deter anyone from getting an opportunity. Yeah, yeah, right. Right? To be able to continue to get money. And it's important that we do support black art. Because you do want them to be successful enough on. so we can continue right. to get opportunities. Right. I feel like um, Issa Rae, and I always, I, you know, you bring her up because she's like the example. The lady that did the Black Lady Sketch Show. You got Abbott mm-hmm. Elementary. You got a lot of, you got the Tenant movie, which is a black lead. You have a lot of movies with black leads and black actors. And they actually are making back their budget and me and more. I mean... You got shows, you got shows like Blackish. You know, I love Grownish, which has got renewed for another season, and they ought to be out of college. So I think they're gonna continue on. And that's on freeform, bro. Nobody uh, watches freeform. They must so everybody must be watching it on Hulu or something. But they man. still Yeah. Yeah, you know, you know the business. But like that's I that's like my first like I watched Blackish and like I was like, I don't like this. And it's such Courtney a good loves show. It. My man. wife, she loves it. That's her favorite. That's one of her favorite shows. She loved that show. And it's sad that it's getting canceled because that's some bullshit. But, you know, I don't know why it's getting canceled, but I don't know. But I don't like that show. I've watched multiple seasons, seasons, bro. And it's just not for me. But I'm also a motherfucker that never watched Bill. I didn't watch really? the Cosby show like shit. that. I didn't grow up with that. That wasn't my thing. And it was because I thought he was raping or yeah, I thought he know. was doing something yeah. with the putty pops. Fuck no, I was a baby. But you know, it just no, wasn't. I didn't, I didn't watch thing. it growing up either. So, I didn't watch it until like you know late teens, early twenties. But it was still such a great show. Yeah, turned into I still had that following afterwards. But yeah. But I watched the show about the you know about the college. Oh, different world. Black, yeah. You know the black colleges and shit. The, I I fucking love Different World. I didn't even watched the new Different World that came out. Remember that the no. newer one came out like the two thousands where they did like a whole new cast or some shit. Okay, yeah, I man. Remember that. Yeah, I don't bro. Like Fresh Prince of Bel Air, all of that shit. I watched all of that stuff. Some of the shit I fuck with, certain shit I don't. You know what I'm saying? But to criticize it can possibly get to a point where we all hate it so much that they don't give us another opportunity right. to make it again. Right. That has to do more along the lines of viewership. If niggas are watching it, they gonna make it. But see, that's what I mean. Again, we need that viewership to stay where it is. Like we, if we lose something, we can't lose too many other people. Otherwise, we gonna lose the show. Just like we're talking about with Blackish. It's not about if you if, because they don't. Excuse me. I was mm-hmm. saying like it, it doesn't matter if you don't no, like ahead. the show. You don't have to watch it. Let's keep it around though. So let's not talk shit about it. So they can get rid of it. Like, oh, this show isn't as funny as the first season. Or, like, it, excuse me, it doesn't matter. Let's keep it going because this, we need to get our art out there. Another thing I want to talk to you about. You, you were naming all these different creatives. Another uh, creative I want to put out there is Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry owns hey. like 75% of Atlanta, bro. Like he has this big, like he Basically. has this big field. <laughs> that he's just created out there that you could just like film all types of movies. He has a he, a replica of the White House out there on his on his uh what on do you call it? farm? I don't know, man. Whatever it is out there. But here's my thing. This is what I'm talking about. Tyler Perry is so successful. No, Tyler Perry has put people 
he's plucked people from obscurity and put them on television and made them millionaires. I remember speaking to Cosby show when Elvin was working at Whole Foods because he wasn't getting those residual yep. checks anymore. He had to get a real job after all this time. One of you clowns took a picture of him and put it on social media. Tyler clown, Perry bro. came in and snatched yep. him up and was like, yo, chill out, bro. We go put you in the movie. We go put you back where you need to be. Tyler Perry takes care of Atlanta and Hollywood as a whole. And the only thing that you goofy niggas can ever say about him is wigs. Look at the wigs and look at how he always has a wig on his person. It looks fake and it looks this and it looks He's like, a cross come dresser. on with that dumb shit, He's man. The dude Even though he's brought it bad. and directs everything, <laughs> man. And y'all talking about some fucking wigs? And he's been That's in multiple, multiple movies. movies, bro. He was just yep. in a Don't Look Up movie. Did incredible as that as a news My favorite there, right? One of the favorite movies. I was like, yo, this yes. nigga could be on the news. Ab- he looks like absolutely. he could be on the news. I'm like, why? Why is it Tyler Perry like has his own show? Um, like Oprah did. That would be dope, right? I mean, he already got his own shit. Don't excuse me. He yeah, owns basically yeah. the own I don't, I don't, he got like I don't, five shows. I personally him. don't believe that Tyler wants to do that. I think he's still kind of secretive. Probably not. He he, I think Tyler Perry is still kind of secretive. Like he doesn't like yeah. he'll do the interviews and he'll give you some insight on his life and the things he's gone through. But like to constantly do like uh, Oprah right. shit or like like Ellen or something like that, I don't really think he's really interested in that. I I can understand that, but I'm just saying he yeah. has the talent to do it, and you do have a point. First of all, I remember when um his this is a long time ago. My best friend had gave me a tape, a VHS tape of his first, yeah. one of his first specials. And we watched that shit and we was crying. Before yeah. we knew it was Tyler Perry, before one of the stage we shows. knew anything, we was crying. We was like, yo, right. And we was like, you know, we ain't even like plays like that, man. Yeah, we two yeah, good yeah. boys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we don't like plays like that. But and we don't like cross dresses like that. Certainly back then, but he was fucking funny. And he reminded us of like our right. grandmom and shit and like, right. you know, yeah, church yeah. and shit. You know what I mean? Bugging out. I'm so proud of him. You know what I'm saying? That he's doing something and he don't have to be like an mm-hmm. athlete or a rapper or something. He's doing something totally different. He did it the hard way. He did it growing up homeless. You know what I'm saying? Like he was homeless when he made his, did this shit and he knew what he wanted to do and he focused all his concentration on it and he's continued to level up. Proud of that man. And he's given everyone else opportunities. He is an example right. of what you can do. You know what I'm saying? He's an example of what you could do in this lane. Just like, you know, we got Hoves and the Nas's and the Kanye's, you know what I'm saying? What you could do in that lane. And then, you know, we got the, you know, the, the, the movie directors yeah. and what you could do in that lane. Um, and I, I, it's a shame that we are at, it's a shame that we have to be careful how we even criticize art. No, because we're afraid that I think it is. I think it's bad that we don't have so many creators already out there. Like this just should have been in the eighties, nigga, the seventies. You know I mean, we should have had so many of those creators yes. already and been predominant yeah. in Hollywood already, where now we could just be like, yeah, you know, they just did like seven, they got seven movies that's by black directors or something this year. And I don't like this one. And I can talk to it about somebody else. But I'm like, yeah, I fucked with this. I fucked with this. I fucked with this. But you got to be careful. And that's fucked up because we should have already been there because yeah. we've been had the talent. Yeah. It just makes me sad. And it just makes me, it just uh, makes um, me sad. So I want to talk about uh, uh, those who critique, you know, the us's of the world who, who, who critique these things, you know, and why do we critique or why do we feel the need to take somebody's art and say, hey, everybody who's listening, don't listen to this or don't watch this or this shit sucks or stay away. Not only are you shitting on that person's dream, but you're stopping their money. So if, if they're, let's just say they're a first time director, their movie sucked and nobody's going to give them another budget. You're fucking up that person's money because you're saying that it sucks and is this and is that. I, I just really wish that there, 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 there weren't those writers out there who have no talent other than knowing how to, where to put a comma and a period. They have no talent, but they can take somebody's art and they're viewing it like this and be like, I personally didn't enjoy this. So you shouldn't either. And I don't like that because everybody has a different view of entertainment, right? So what you like, I may not like. Again, you you don't like Blackish. I think Blackish is great. That's my thing. It still needs to stay around for the culture, though. But there's just so many people that you can listen to, yeah. and now 
there's like so many things where if you go on Rotten Tomatoes and you check a movie, it, it could be like little small half paragraphs like this movie wasn't up to par with part two and it reminds you of this and blah, blah, blah. And then that's it. And you could just read that one and be like, yo, that's good enough for me. I'm not watching it. You just shit it on that person's career, the actors, the writer, the director, the producers, everybody. And all you had to do is just like not say anything. Like I said in the beginning, when was the last time you actually went out and enjoyed something without having to watch it and be like, you know, you spend two hours to watch something. You're going to be like, yep, I'm just waiting for the end so I can say I did or didn't like it. But that's a waste of money and a waste of your time. You know what I mean? If you don't go in there like that, you may actually like something that other people mm -hmm. didn't. But if you're selling yourself like, hey, this shit is going to suck. And I already know it is because people have told me it, uh, it, it, it is. Then you're going to go in there failing. You're going to go in there wasting your money. But uh, okay. I have an example yeah, of that, Wayne. I'm sorry. Uh, I have a quick example. Candyman. Uh, so I follow Chris Stuckman. Um, he is basically like probably the biggest, one of the biggest reviewers of movies on the internet. And um, he's in Cleveland. He actually uh, worked for the Cleveland. He used to work for the Cleveland Gazette or whatever the fuck it was called. And he was actually like a columnist that would review movies and stuff. And he started doing YouTube videos. And that's how he got famous. Whatever. Right now, he's making a movie. Two things about that. He used to do a list every year of the top 10 worst mm -hmm. movies of the year, right? And he would do a top 10 list of the best movies. Well, he actually got approved by a studio to direct his own movie. Ever since that, he stopped doing the top 10 worst list. He only reviews movies now that he actually likes. You know, he doesn't review movies that mm -hmm. everyone thinks is terrible. Because he ain't trying to fuck up his money. And he ain't trying to get other directors that's right. in Hollywood Got mad you. at him. Got you. But see, that's... Yeah, no, no. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it's, it's dope that... Like like, it, like I said before, man. It's, it's as simple as this. When you know better, you do better. I'll be wilding out. Listen. And he know better. Somebody told him like... Yo, yeah, word. Like, I'll be wilding out on Twitter. You know, you feel me pod. At you feel me pod on Twitter. I'll be wilding out on there. When we make it, I'm not going to be talking that kind of shit on there. I'm just trying to get noticed. No, you're just trying you know, to. I'm yeah. just trying to get the yeah, ball. Yeah, rolling. that's exactly what you're doing. So yeah. you be saying all types of crazy yeah. shit. Exactly. You're just trying I'm to get the ball rolling. About people Everybody like. know that game. That's the game. <laughs> yeah, that's the game. Everybody know that shit, man. You provocateur. Right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? You're trying to provoke motherfuckers. Sometimes when you don't got all the money to promote it, you got to do that. Get people's attention other ways. I mean, come on, man. Right. We all know the game. We ain't dumb. And if you don't know the game, you dumb. So mm -hmm. when Candyman came out, he didn't do a review, but other people did. And a lot of people were saying the same thing. Like, I really didn't like the angle of it. I didn't like the fact that it had something to do with police brutality. I didn't like the fact that it wasn't the original uh, actor that played Candyman. I didn't really like the story itself. There wasn't no action scene shown. Blah, 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 blah. This is before mm -hmm. the movie came out. I said, I don't give a fuck what these motherfuckers say. I'm going to go watch this bitch. And I dragged me, my wife, who hates scary movies, and my uh, sister-in-law who was in town. We all went to go watch it with a whole bunch yeah. of studio <laughs> niggas in the movie theater interrupting me, being loud, yeah. getting on my motherfucking nerves. I'm about to fight, but I said, I'm going to watch this movie. Man, that movie was dope from the fucking beginning yep. all the way to the end. I haven't watched it yet, but I believe it. Perfect storytelling. Perfect storytelling. I love that movie. It was amazing. Another example. That's a black director, a black. That's Monkey Paul. That's, you know what I'm saying? Old boy from the sketch okay. show shit. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about. That's black owned horror. Same nigga that did Get Out did that shit. Same nigga that did Us did that shit. People yeah, hated us. You I mean Jordan Peele? He was the producer on that joint. Yeah. Yeah. He's a producer and he helped co-write okay. it with the actual director. He put on a black female director to get on and do that movie. That movie is the shit. I understand why people didn't like it, though. Now, let me ask you before you before you. But the fact that black people came before you do you mm -hmm. when you say you understand why people didn't like it. Do you understand it? Like, yes, because people are, 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 are you know, kind of losers and they don't know how to respect the film and respect the art of watching a film and taking it all mm -hmm. in. Or do you know yeah. that 
like watching a movie or yeah, watching a movie like it, like it really wasn't going to appeal to a mass crowd. Good question. I feel like um when you say horror, people expect to be jump scared, people expect to be frightened, people uh expect to um you know, dream yeah. about it when they get home. They expect slasher movies or they expect, yeah. expect insidious. Right? Nobody expects Barbara Duke. Nobody expects for you to have uh, another response besides fear right. and terror. You know what I'm saying? They respect our mind. They think the audience is smart enough to understand that the implication of slasher and torture yeah. is enough without you having to fucking get it shoved down your throat mm-hmm. on a fucking silver screen. That movie was So was it more, was it more psychological really no or was it just, we're not going to, like you say, shove it in your face? Nah, it's, it was like Alfred gotcha. Hitchcock, the way he gotcha. did his shit. He didn't show you the exact murder. He used angles and shadows and silhouettes. It was a smart way to get past the censorship. That's the mm-hmm. original horror. Remember, Psycho was the right. original slasher flick. And that shit didn't mm-hmm. show nobody getting murdered. But it made your mind think that somebody did. In your mind, you can visualize exactly what happened. Gotcha. That's what that movie was. Certainly with a, a shoestring budget like they had, 30 million might be everything to us, but when you're making a fucking movie, far, that's barely yeah. the co- cover the cost far. of the cameras, nigga. <laughs> no, you got to rent out them fucking buildings. Right. You can't just shoot shit. <laughs> nah, nigga, no. <laughs> so the music alone is millions. You know what I mean? Like, and the, the, the score of the music was, uh, of the movie was dope. Even though it wasn't a black director, you could say the same thing about Malignant. How many people told you that? I mean, when you go online, everybody said that movie was terrible. <laughs> Everybody you know what? Said I didn't. I wasn't going to give that movie the time but, of day until you told me to watch it. But then I went on Reddit after I watched it, and there's a good handful of people who respected the movie and loved it too. You know, I, that's why I love like people who are open minded yeah. and don't just watch something and feel like they've been duped or they've been had because you know it wasn't the smartest movie or it was like yo they just put a bunch of shit in and just like expected us to be entertained by it. Like I, I love people just like you said who can watch something. And figure it out for themselves. You know what I mean? Form their own opinion. So my point is, is simple. There is not enough opportunities to go around in Hollywood in right. general. But goddamn, is it like 1% for black folk? The niggas that actually can make movies, they only want right. them to make a certain type right. of movie now. And how can you correct when you right. got restrictions, right? That's the reason why everybody know, or in my personal opinion, music is way more free mm-hmm. than movies. Because it takes so much to make them and you need to borrow money unless you are a billionaire to be able to make these fucking movies. And we don't get the opportunity to do it. So you might have a point that criticizing black art is to the detriment of all yeah, of us as black yeah. people. But also, art is so subjective. And it's a balance. Well, that's fine. And it's sad that it is fine, but criticizing art it's getting out of fucking control. Yeah. God damn. We hate everything or love everything. Everything's yeah. the greatest or it's, it's the trashes. It's, it's like, it's, no it's, ground, simple. it's simple to me because it's like, there's a whole career that you can have from watching shit and just being like, nope, I don't want to, I don't like it. I'm going to tell the people not to like it. That enough for me yep. is enough to say like, enough is enough with this shit. Enough is enough. And the opposite side, the flip side to that is, well, what do you want? Everybody to just like everything? Sure. Sure. Yep. Why not? It's okay to not like something. That's fine. If it doesn't tickle your fancy, cool. Don't shit on it for somebody else to not see. Give your opinion. But at the end of your opinion, be like, yo, that's just me. You need to check it out because you may like it. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just so easy to make fun of somebody's acting. It's so easy to make fun of somebody's uh, 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 editing or direction or like, I hate that so much. Like, and it's always somebody who swears to God that they can do better or think they can do better. And again, I don't like that. I don't appreciate that. You're not doing what these other directors or writers or artists are doing. And for you to just sit because you've watched TV or movies your whole life, that makes you uh, eligible (laughs) <laughs> to tell other people that this shit sucks because it does remind you of how good movies were back when you were 10. 
That's not good to me. That's not good to me. <laughs> and then and then again on the black end, on the black side, we want to do it too. But we do it to our own movies and we listen to each other so much. Black people, we listen to each other so much. If you told me that Candyman was garbage, I would have said, damn, maybe I should stay away from it. So if I'm at the red box trying to pick a movie or some shit, I see Candyman, I'll be like, nah, Fearless said that was whack. I'm not going to stay away from that. And it's just that simple, bro. It's just that simple. It, it, you're right. It happens all the time. Like, but we do it with music. Well, you know what? Now, now you did say that. I wrote that down. You did say that about music too. Music. I feel the same way about, but it, it's so plentiful with music. Like you can go on SoundCloud it and is. listen to Everybody anything you want. Does it? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah for hours. I was all for free. No Netflix shit. No nothing like that. No fifteen ninety nine. No nothing. So it's more. And some of that and shit some of is it, bad, and you're right, bro. And you're right. Some of, some of it is, is bad. A good majority of it <laughs> is shit, bad. Bro. But it's people trying. If you don't like it, turn it off. Find something yep. that you do like. Don't don't bring these people next down. Next. You don't know what they can do, man. Like you don't. If they don't make it in 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 in, in rapping, they may be a dope producer. If they don't make it in rapping, they may be a, a, a studio engineer or something like that. You don't know what else life has to offer for them. You know, shitting on people is not, you know, what? It, it doesn't do well for either of us. Social media didn't create anything, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Besides, it did modify our attention span. What I think it did was that it just gave us a platform to be able to share the opinions that we had all the time anyway. Right. And, and share your opinion over abundance. Yeah. Yeah. Without a filter, which is also scary, right? You can offend people that you didn't even know you was a fucking offended because you don't know. Nah, you, you know, you know when you offended somebody, circle, right? You know when you are. Some, I, I mean, we do because I think that we're overly sensitive to uh, offending people because yeah. of you know, our race. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, you know, a person from India that's never been around black people might not understand. An Asian person might not understand if they've never been around black people or white people are saying something that might be offensive mm-hmm. to either or group, right? So it's your exposure, truly. But us as black people, we're kind of always on the offensive. And plus, we always have that excuse that we don't give a fuck. So I also got to yeah. factor that in, right? But I think that criticizing or uh, being critical of people, it's been around forever. Even since, like I told you, Edgar Allan Poe got criticized for his poems and he is considered to be one of the best American poets of all time. And motherfuckers made news articles, like news reporters made articles about how mm-hmm. his shit was stupid and unkept and un had no purpose in our society. You even had Christian groups coming against him saying that this was going to lead to demons invading people and crazy shit like that. So the crazies has been around forever it's just now we got social media and our computers mm-hmm. are in our pockets. So they're amplified. Before you used to have, the, yeah. So before you used to get the newspaper and read the psycho shit and you could avoid it because it wasn't on TV. And unless you knew niggas that was nuts, you wouldn't get exposed mm-hmm. to no nut shit. Now the nut shit is in your fucking phone all day and you don't got to go search for it. It's on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and it's everything else. If you want to go to 4chan, have at it. You're going to see all the psycho shit you want. But my point is, is that criticizing things uh, is hard because you face the issue with you want to give your opinion, but you don't know if people take your opinion as gospel. And a lot of motherfuckers out here are not critical mm. thinkers. That's what they got and Joe Rogan for. They ain't got to be critical thinkers, man. You could just hear an opinion and be like, okay. And that's what I think. And like you asked me before. How fast do you read yeah. a book? Well, fuck that question. How many books have you read mm-hmm. in the past three years? Niggas are stuck in the house. They're doing TikTok yeah. instead of reading. But, you know, but I, so I, I hate when people make that expect? excuse. Reading can be kind of boring, too. Like, if people say, like, reading is boring, I'd be like, man, I feel you. Forget an audio book or some shit. You know what I mean? That's like, there's ways around it, man. I can understand that. But, you know, when you read. You actually increase your reading comprehension, which also increases your speech, which also increases your ability Absolutely. to critically think. Now, you listen to a motherfucker talk, you can tune out by going on your phone while the nigga talking. I thought that too. <laughs> you sitting yeah. there reading the words. When you <laughs> you when reading you the, read words, the words, you're actually doing work because you're visualizing it in your head. 
Whereas like when somebody's reading it to you, it's like, like, like you said, I can zone in and out like a podcast, <laughs> you know, you can zone in and out of a podcast. You know? Yeah. Word. You film a podcast, you can zone in and out. But once we say yeah. something, it's going to catch your attention yeah. again. But if you got to read something, you're trying to really read this shit, you got to look at it and word. read the words. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just saying. So it's a hard thing to say, don't criticize nobody. But it's an easy thing to say as a black creator, watching other black creators to not criticize it because there isn't even an opportunity for them to fuck once up. They fuck yes. up once and that's it. You ain't never get another yes. motherfucking movie yes. again. So that point there, you're right. So you can, you know, that's that's a good point. Like I'm with my people and all, but when you do criticize something, you got to be like, well, goddamn, it's not like you got 150 other options to choose. And those other options are going to be shitty budgets. You know what I mean? Niggas working on $10,000 budgets making movies right. and shit and shows. They don't got no money. Everything's shoestring. Because nobody that has the money and the influence and the power really want to support us like that. So it's tough, man. Like, I, I imagine how many shitty jokes that Jordan Peele had to tell on that crazy ass show to even get the opportunity right. to make a horror movie. And then imagine him coming to a studio like, yo, I want to make a horror movie. They're like, you funny guy. Let me you add, let me add a story into that, too. When he wrote Get Out, it took yo, him. Yeah. Part of the shit, 97. Yes. <laughs> He started it like years ago and he's been told no, he had to rewrite and do that's all awesome. this shit. And that's case in point. Case in point, we gotta do so much. I guarantee you, if give me a give me a give me a Caucasian comedian that does sketch comedy. Or uh who's that one that's on uh, um Bill Maher. Bill Maher? I was thinking of somebody on like a like a, oh, a, a, a SNL or something, you know. Pete Bro, he, he had a whole movie made about his life. What's so fucking important about his life? That's he's twenty six years long. old, bro. Because his fucking father died, and you gonna three make a hours. movie about that? Get the fuck out of here, man. Case in point, I bet the dude who was a Judd Apatow who wrote that and directed it. I bet he didn't need to do yeah, no yeah, rewrites yeah, yeah, on yeah. that shit. He said, I want to bring this 26-year-old guy who gets a couple laughs every Saturday, and I want to make a movie about him because his father died in 9-11. That's all that's fucking needed. That's all that's needed. Three, three hours, hours long. And he got that. Here you go. Here's the check. How much you need? Here's the check. Meanwhile, Jordan Peele, and that movie was fantastic. Get Out was fantastic. But you know what? It fucking had to be. It had to be, or they wouldn't have been to us, and they would have taken Key and Peele off of, of of every television station in the world. It had to be that incredible. If it bombed, it would have been over, and we wouldn't have got a chance in Black Harbor ever since. So when you think about it from that realm, you might be like listening to this, like, oh, these niggas is racist, or these motherfuckers got their own thought process. They stupid. I can criticize black media. Yeah, but when you really think about it, bro, you ain't criticizing just this movie. You yeah, criticize like yeah, all black movies, yeah. unfortunately. Mm -hmm. That's the world we live in. Like until we get the chance to do our own like fucking Godfather, which is the slowest movie in the it's world, even though it's great, man, even though it's amazing, it's slow as fuck. You can fall all the way asleep and then make a part three that yeah. is shit hey. And everybody in that motherfucking movie still got the, mm -hmm. another acting role. If you bomb an acting role, man, like you don't work in like as an African American yeah, for like next six it's years. Like you gonna be at yes, Whole Foods Grocery next shit. Year. New like up and coming black filmmaker to remember you and pull you out of obscurity again. That's how bad it gets for us. Um, there's a there's a show I believe it's called Love Life. It was on HBO. And it was uh, the guy that uh, it was just like a black season two was all like a black show. Yeah, the good place, which is actually <laughs> I've heard that it was a really good show because I heard it was it was made by the same dude who it, made Scrubs, I think, and I love Scrubs. It is so yes. I have to I have to check it out eventually. Yeah, it's it's yeah, Ted Danza. He's just, he can't be stopped. Yeah. I don't know what's up with that nigga. He's like 78 years old. He's fucking hilarious. He's, it's, it's a real cute show. It's, it's a show that, like, people that have anxiety that actually is clinically, like, said as having anxiety, not just all oh, you motherfucking yeah. self diagnosing yourself. A medical professional say you suffer from anxiety or a psychologist or, you know what I'm saying? 
mm-hmm. a person that is that. I didn't notice until I went to therapy and like started seeing like a therapist. We watch shows repetitively. So we'll watch like The Office, but we'll watch it anytime we feel yeah. bad and not know it. We're like, man, let me just watch The Office. Well, we are actually programmed to watch shows that make mm-hmm. us feel happier. That's my favorite God show damn, to make really? me feel happy is The Good Place. Anytime I feel sad, I watch The Good Place. Yeah. And they, my wife introduced me to that, but it was that yeah. actor from The Good Place, right? So boom. So that actor is, um, it's basically his love life about how he was married to a white woman and how, uh, this black, uh, writer, because he was a, 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 a editor at a book. He was the head editor at a, like a book uh, mm-hmm. publisher. And this black um, writer came to him. And this black writer was really like, you know, raw and authentic. He was like, yo, you, he was like the first, he's like, first time I read this book, it was great. But you're going to have to revise some things because that's not how it works in corporate America. And that black dude like he was when he was talking to him he was like yeah i think we could really you know help you with your image and help you get out there and help you sell a whole bunch of books and get you a great book tour and the black writer was like uh i'll let you know and his opinion was like well i'm black bro right i'm here to help you like and he was like yeah but look at the way you dress look at the way you talk like you dress like them and you talk like them you're not really here for me my nigga he was like what you married to a white woman and he was like what does that matter yeah. he was like you see what i'm saying he was like, you not really for the culture, like my nigga, like you just sitting here trying to s- sell me and, and change my whole image so I could be easily packaged to other people. That's not like me. And I'm not trying to do that. I'm just trying to be authentic. And he left that nigga's office. Well, in the show, sorry, spoiler alert, that nigga ended up writing his own book, the the main character, the yeah, yeah. You know, editor. And he went to that black guy and the black guy said the same thing to him. It was like, yeah, your book is good, but it needs to be a little bit more authentic. And it was all of a joke because he helped them write it and rewrite it and stuff. But that was the point. Black creators are really hard yeah. on other black Black creators. people are really hard on black people in general it's, whenever they need help. Whenever it's, it's, it's that time to help each other. And I'm learning, I'm learning that more and more because I've always been in a musical realm where we always were competitive with each other because yeah. that's the music realm. And you always criticize everyone album because that's who, what the fuck it is. Nigga, it's all, everyone drops like eight albums of fucking, you know, every, on yeah. Friday, everybody drop an album. <laughs> so every black motherfucker, you know, that rap mm-hmm. drop an album, right? So you could choose your poison and it's okay to criticize like, yeah, this album's not as good as this album because there's so much. But doing that with movies, what we get right. two black movies a year that are actually right. major releases. If that, mm-hmm. maybe one. We yeah, shouldn't man. criticize that shit. We should go watch it, support it. We might have our own opinions of it. We might want it to do better. I mean, we don't. We want it to be quality as best as it possibly can. But it's not like they don't know that. Them niggas know. People know when they make something bad. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Personally, people are not dumb. So, <laughs> yeah, I agree with your point, cool, Wayne. Man. I do. Good. I do. I agree with your point. But I hope you agree with my point that it's okay to criticize music. Because there's yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that, <laughs> man. And you don't have to like everything, but criticizing it, because I don't like everything. I'm being honest. But I don't always think about it like, oh, this is a black show or something like that. I just be like, I don't like that shit. And I keep it pushing. But I feel where you're coming from in terms of supporting it because yeah. it is black art. And we need us, man. Who else go feed we? The great Jay-Z said it best. Who else go feed we? You know, we need each other. Well, I need Jay Z to Harry to fuck up with this record deal. Because <laughs> he take it too fucking long. You gotta see me, man. <laughs> yeah. Come on, support us, yeah. motherfucker. Put us on title. He actually I about think to sell he title, did. by the way. I thought he already did. Oh, yeah. damn. It's not black owned no more. Hey, better go to Apple. All right. So let's go ahead and send we'll us wrap out, this up, man. man. Thank you guys so very much for listening to another episode of the great You Feel Me podcast, man. We greatly appreciate this, guys. Um, Everywhere. We are everywhere. Your free podcast is so, uh, youfeelmepodcast.com. That is our own personal webpage. You can find this audio and all the past audios on there. Find us on uh, Linktree. On Linktree, you can type our name in. And they give you all the links of everything that we have in social media and everywhere you can find us. Social media, you can find us on Twitter at You Feel Me uh, Pod. 
Uh, you can find us on IG at, at you feel me cast. All right. And you can find us on TikTok at you feel me podcast. Also, we're on Facebook and Facebook groups. Uh, the you feel me podcast. We're talking to other creatives as well. You guys reach out to us and we will definitely reach out to y'all if y'all want to do a collab. Um, YouTube, the great YouTube. We're on there as well. Put our name in. You feel me podcast. See our beautiful faces. Click on them. Every Friday at 11 a.m. is when we drop an episode on YouTube and everywhere. Uh, Saturday at 12 p.m. is when we do the live streams. So please, man, spend your weekends with us, man. We will be so very entertaining. Also, you can find us on, uh, Patron, right. Patreon. We on Patreon. We got three different levels. We got the $2 level, the $5 <laughs> level, and the $20 levels. You pick a level, you help your boys out, man. We take that money and we put it towards the podcast. We're not doing nothing crazy or funny with it. We promise you. And of course, we'll give you a little something back in return. Um, questions, questions at youfeelmepodcast.com. We will read your questions aloud if you send them to us on a live stream. Uh, we will also read them on the, uh, the episodes if you send them to us in enough time. Uh, what else am I forgetting? Across from me, Jimmy B. Fearless. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Jimmy B. Phyllis is oh. one of the greatest rappers. Uh-huh. You listen to him. He's on, he has an album that, two albums that he dropped last year, Fa and Kobayashi. Please go and listen to them on, uh, uh Apple Music and, uh, Spotify as well. And, uh, also, uh, he will be on, uh, Tidal as well, too. So you guys, please go and listen to those albums, man. Great albums. Uh, the merch. Look at the beautiful beanie. You feel me podcast. We got it in red. We got him in, uh, you, you said, is that a blue you have on fearless? A dark blue? We got red, blue, black. I think that's it. Green. I think green. Some other gray. color. Gray. Gray and green. Yep. Red, blue, you black. You feel me gray podcast. The beanie. Right. And of course, you feel me podcast. The hoodie. We got plenty of hoodies and plenty of shirts. This is the you feel me podcast, sh- uh, shorts hoodie. Fearless has on the You Feel Me podcast band hoodie. You can buy both of these and more hoodies and more shirts. And of course, get yourself a nice, beautiful mug to top it all off. Because, you know, we got things from all over the place, man. You guys support your boys. Help us out so we can help ourselves, man. Uh, Fearless, is there anything else I'm forgetting, man? Nope. I don't think so. I think you got everything. I think, I think that's good, it, man. Bro. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. Um, Black Lives Matter. Um, y'all be safe out there. Wear your seatbelts. And most importantly, know that we love you guys. And we and we appreciate you guys for taking the time out to uh, listen to us. Act fools. Thank you, man. We appreciate it. Fearless, say peace to the people, man. All right, man. We love you. Peace. Man. Peace. What's good? Listen, we hate social media. Instagram keep changing the algorithm daily. TikTok steals your information. And Twitter is where all the mad people in the world go. Listen, we want to disconnect, but not disconnect from our fans. So we can do that by each one of y'all joining our email list. And we won't spam you or sell any information or any of that shit. Just click the link in the description and join the gang. And we'll send you an email when we have a new episode or when we go live. Peace and love from YFM. You feel me?